Welcome to Girls Are the New Boys, a podcast for girls like me and the boys who date them. I'm your host, Abby, and I'll make you feel things. So today I have the lovely Miss Brittany Wood on the podcast. How are you, boo? I'm great. How are you? I am a little bit less nervous than the first time, but I'm still very nervous. I feel like I dropped my freshman album and it did really well. And now I'm nervous <laughs> to drop the sophomore one because I feel like it's going to suck. Yeah. Um, but we talked about it earlier. Like I haven't talked to you in a decade aside from on Instagram. So yeah, thank you yeah. so, so much for making time for me today. Of course. I'm just here um, in my apartment all day, every day. So you know, <laughs> like, like everyone pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but it is Women's History Month. And basically, mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk to a bunch of dope females that are doing some really dope shit, which I think you are. So I'm going to come in hot with this first question yeah. um, and make it a little awkward because because that's, that's what I do. <laughs> and I only say awkward because I feel like for the most part, a lot of women are uncomfortable talking, like hyping themselves up, at least for me. So I'm going to ask you what makes you an amazing woman? Why, why, do, why did I ask you to be on my podcast today? I mean, honestly, I just think I'm really sick. So I don't... <laughs> hey, so, see, that wasn't awkward at all. <laughs> no, I just, you know what? Like, I, I feel like up until, I want to say like 29, I had pretty like wavy confidence. And now I'm just like, I feel like really good about myself, so fuck it. Like, I don't know. I think I'm sick. Good for you, because it took me yeah. definitely longer than 29. So that is awesome. Oh. I, I'll say one of the reasons why I think you're amazing is because of what you do, um, which we'll talk about all of those things later. Yeah. I did want to definitely ask you about social media. And to be completely honest, for a second, I was like, wait, what is it exactly that Bernie does? Because when I look on your Instagram, I'm like, oh, she rides a motorcycle and looks hot. That's her job. That's her like occupation. And I had to go on LinkedIn to see that you were actually the social media manager for Nas and Full Throttle, which is, I'm assuming, part of Monster Energy. Yeah, exactly. Got it. So what exactly, like, or how exactly did you get into the world of social media to even begin with? Oh my God. It's been so long. So I started back in 2009, so like 13 years ago. God. Um, basically, I was like going to fit them and like I had like kind of a general idea of what I wanted to do, but not really. So I just like interned for a bunch of different people. I thought I wanted to be a stylist and I wanted to get into like art installations at galleries and then wound up at like uh, Hell's Bells, which is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we both met each other through um, it's like this women's streetwear brand. And at the time, like it was called like viral marketing, right? Oh, and then, Yeah. Right. Wow. And then that was like. Think term now. Yeah, Instagram wasn't there, but I think like Twitter was already out, Facebook Mm -hmm. and like blogging and all that. So I just like started straight out of college. I was 19 years old. Oh, granted, like FITM is a two-year college. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then, yeah, just like worked my way up and it's been like pretty sick. That's dope. And so I know you, like you mentioned, we met at Mm -hmm. Hell's. How did you specifically get in touch with Hell's? So funny enough, I was always like a huge fan of the brand. To mm-hmm. begin with. As was I. Shout out to Lon. Dude, same. I love you, Lon. But because um, remember, it was like, 
I think it was like back in the day when like it was like brown babies and married to the mob and like all that shit was going down and I was like into it yeah so I I was always drawn to Hell's Bells like I always like was drawn to like strong female models and like you know the graphics and whatnot like everything was so sick I had like okay so my um degree was like visual communications and that like I said like that's for someone that knows kind of what they want to do but not really (laughs) so I had like this portfolio of like you know like in college I mean for me my portfolio was it looked like a college student's portfolio (laughs) just like I emailed Hells like at their like contact email on their site and got a email back from BAM actually that's what it was and so it was like my resume and he was like, Hey, like, do you want to come in for an interview? Just bring your portfolio. And at the time I'm like, Oh, cool. Like, honestly, the portfolio had nothing to do with apparel. It was like drafting courses, like my Photoshop skills. Like it was just all over the place. And like, uh-huh. I remember I met with Lon and like, I think she was like a little confused and she looked through my portfolio. She was like, what are you here for? Like, yeah. and then like, what job do you want? And I'm like, oh my God. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I want to do something in apparel and like love to intern. And then funny enough, like I got the internship and then gradually worked my way in and then took on viral marketing. And then, yeah, I was there for like four years, four or five years. Yeah, it was like super sick. Like honestly had the best experiences ever met so many cool people. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like my life would be drastically different had I not gone yeah. that route because like I, I probably wouldn't be doing social media to be honest uh-huh. um so I would say like that experience was like very life-changing for me in terms of like taking my career to like a specific route you know mm-hmm. yeah it almost seems like you kind of accidentally fell into it yeah, yeah exactly yeah and it was like so cool because like also like I was 19 and like going to all these industry parties and like I was blogging for hell so random girls would stop me in the stream like oh my god are you Brittany from hell I'm like yeah so I felt like really, really yes cool. I am yeah it was like really cool but then like getting to parties too like I just felt like it was such a cool experience 19 year old Brittany I would I feel like even now looking back like as as not 19 years old as much older 19 years old it's still a pretty cool experience um I'm sure that led up to more experiences and I know you did you continued you still are working social media Mm -hmm. and you worked for some pretty well-known companies including Carmelo and Vans so what was like the coolest if you can like share a story of them like one of the coolest things that you did for one of those companies or even hells just like an experience that you're like holy shit this is my job yeah, I mean, so I was, like, really, like, I love Vans, like, I love the brand and everything, so I was, like, brought on to do, like, um, I was working with the girls, like, on the Vans Girls blog, and it was just super fun, like, I was able to, like, produce shoots with, like, a lot of my friends who are photographers and, like, oh, wow. kind of, yeah, like, creative direct these shoots, and then it was, like, just putting those into the ether and then seeing people share it and actually love it, because at the time, I think it was, like, on Tumblr, and it was just, like, the work that I put into this like was getting appreciated by other people and it's just like the magic of social media so that was something that like I really really loved and like also like at fans there were all these like really cool events that we'd go to and like have to work and it was like pretty hard work um I worked with the social media manager over there and it was it was difficult but at the same time it was like really really fun and I think it was like again 
one of those moments that really changed my career and like helped me understand like what exactly it was about social that I really loved. And it was more so like this creativity, uh, this creative side of it and just like working with different artists and talent and like networking with different photographers and just like really cool girls in the industry. So mm-hmm. I really love that. And then like Carmelope was actually, I got that job, I want to say I was 22 and like, I was still living at my mom's house at the time. Mm-hmm. And so this was like the first time I'd ever moved out and I was like moving out to Boston and, um, oh my God. Were they also, headquartered in Boston or? Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't ever move to Boston. No offense to people that are from Boston. Like someone from Southern California moving there was. Oh gosh. Was, yeah. I was freezing. I complained most of the time. It was just like not fun. But yeah, I mean, moved there, had like so many cool experiences there. And I remember we like had, oh God, it was like Black Friday. We did some like, I forgot what it was called, but it was basically like 24 hours of us live streaming something and like just community managing that whole experience was like so much fun. So like, I will say like, I've been with like different brands where it's been super buttoned up from like the ad agency world where you're not like really doing anything like that to like cool lifestyle brands and she's like Carmel from Hells where it's like you're given this opportunity to do really cool shit but at the same time it's like hard work so I feel like pretty lucky to have like experienced that within my career yeah I think especially the timing because we talked about how it wasn't even really a, a thing yet and like mm-hmm. you said, viral marketing and you kind of fell into it and I feel like if it was now it would be something so specific and there would be so many girls like trying to get in with actual oh, yeah. like resumes with it. So if you don't, if just looking from the outside, it's like, oh yeah, social media, I can, I can do that. It's easy. You just, you know, oh, post yeah. thing, which I'm sh- sure there's so much that goes on behind it. Um, so yeah. what, for those listening that think like, oh yeah, it's so easy. Describe what your job actually is like a typical day, day in the life of, and maybe we can start it before COVID happened because it may or may not look different and then kind of how it is now, if there is any difference. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like it's just, yeah, it's so funny when I talk to people and they're like, so what do you do? You just like tweet all day? Like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Are you on Facebook all day? And I'm like, oh my God. So it's, it's like way more, like in depth like so I've done everything between like you know community management to strategy to like actually producing the content and building out the content calendar so Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of going through the channels and like engaging with people taking care of customer service because like ultimately people use social as an outlet Mm -hmm. for customer service so it's like incredibly important to like be there and actually like engage with the community Also, it's a lot of like content planning and building out calendars and those calendars are always shifting. So it's like you have like a month of content out, then something crazy happens in a week and like you have to do everything completely. And then it's like writing copy for your posts to make sure that your tone and voice is up to par. And then it's like reporting. Um, And then also it's like a lot of like, you know, like those one-off contests or fan acquisition ideas in which you brainstorm, come up with like different strategies as to like how you're going to uh, meet these objectives. So it's like, it's really, really different for the most part for social. It's like one day you could be on the shoot, the next you could be on like Microsoft Word all day, you know? So it's, it's a tedious job, but at the same time, it's very fun, I will say. 
Yeah, that, that yeah. sounds like a, that's actually one of my next questions is like, you know, we talked about all the, the fun, cool things, but what is yeah. what is like the unglamorous side or what is the challenging side to it? So, <laughs> like you said, it's, you know, glamorized, you're always posting things and, you know, at, some people can argue like it's super easy to comment back to people and liking someone's comment, but at the same time, it's like you're in spreadsheets constantly, you're planning things out you're making sure like people aren't talking bad about the brand, but like, I would say like the hardest part, there are two things that are very, very difficult about this job is one, like you said, like everyone has an Instagram account and everyone has an opinion. And so because of that, they always seem to think that like, oh, well I have Instagram and I like this. So this works. So it's like, they always think they know better than you. And it's like, bro, like I've been doing this for like 13 fucking years. Like, yeah. can you, like, just trust me, trust me. Um, but then also it's like, okay, like, yeah, you actually have a good idea, but at the same time, it's like, that really wouldn't work. And then the second part that is very difficult. And I've like had to experience this like so many times is uh -huh. your errors are so public, like, even if it's like just a minor misspelling, it's yeah. there. And then if you're, you know, your colleague doesn't see it and call you out, someone on the internet's going to see it and they're going to make a joke out, out of it. It's a really like tough job in terms of like, you really need to have like thick fucking skin. Otherwise it's, yeah. it's going to like tear you down. And yeah. I think like one thing that's really, really important for people in the field. And like, I think like I follow a bunch of like people on Twitter uh, within like the social media realm and it's like everyone has the same consensus that it's like really important for them to like really turn off their phone because you know like social media is expected to be always on mm -hmm. and that's really really like exhausting in terms of like your mental health and like just feeling burnt out so sure it's like yeah like I'm liking your comments but also I'm kind of expected to be like like on my shit constantly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a tedious job, but I mean, still love it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it. It's my favorite thing, but yeah, it's definitely not an easy job at all. Yeah. I didn't even think about that when you mentioned about how companies use social media as customer service, because mm -hmm. there's definitely been times where I couldn't get a hold of the actual customer service yeah. line. And so I tweeted them because everyone will see it. And I know that they will need to respond to me. Otherwise I'm yeah. going to you know, make a big shit about it. Do you think that it's gotten even, I don't know if, if the word would be like worse, but just as social media has gotten big and just like the, the climate is just so different now than when you first started, what have you done? Do you find yourself kind of taking longer to, before, you know, sending a tweet or before, you know, posting a caption or, you know, things like that? Yeah. I mean, I will say I, because social media is so public and your airs are very public, I will say like before I used to just like quickly do things and just like hit send. Mm -hmm. And like one thing I've had to learn is just like taking my time because when you rush, you're just gonna make a bunch of mistakes. So I definitely take way more time than I should on a tweet. Like it's ridiculous. Someone's like, you're only writing one tweet. I'm like, yes, but like you know, like when you're reading the same sentence mm -hmm. over and over and again, see what you want to see. Or, yeah. So yeah. it's, I take so much longer to do things now because of that. And then also like, you can get like a disgruntled customer on social media, like commenting on something. I will take 
a little longer to respond to things because like I said before I used to be just like oh I'm just gonna respond and like this and whatnot and it's like that's when you get into trouble because you're answering this customer in a very incorrect like manner and so you make it worse so it's just like it's all about taking your time and just like thinking things through a little more because it's not just responding to people it's being like very very thoughtful and intentional with what your interaction is with that person for sure and so switching over from like the professional I guess social media side you also have a really good following on your, I guess, I don't know, maybe it's not like your personal um, profile because it is, it is public, but <laughs> personal Instagram account, I do see you again. Like I said, you do a bunch of really cool shit. And one of the main things that I wanted to talk about is how you ride and do you ride, uh, do you ride all the, the different types of motorcycles or is it mainly like a dirt bike? I don't even oh. want to say the wrong kind <laughs> of motorcycle. Like 20, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So I ride. I have a Harley Sportster, which is street. And then I have, I just bought myself a new Husky uh, dirt bike. It's an FB350S. So I have two, well, three bikes now because I still haven't gone rid of my old bike. But yeah, I do both kinds of riding. Okay. Super fun. Yeah. So motorcycle riding is one of the things that I always wanted to do when, when I was in college because my ex-boyfriend had one and it was so fun. But my mom yeah. wouldn't let me. She literally was like, okay, you can get a motorcycle, but then you have to pay rent or you have to leave and I was like hmm, hmm. with my little like a part-time you know college job I was like yeah maybe I will just buy a car so that didn't happen now I'm like old and too scared to learn to want to ride a motorcycle so how did when did you start riding like how yeah. did you get into it oh my gosh so it was I think it's like been like six or seven years um I feel like my motorcycle story is like a little cliche mm -hmm. so like had a boyfriend, had a motorcycle. We broke up. Obviously, it's like, you know, that thing when you go through a breakup, you're like, fuck you, I'm gonna do this thing for myself. And you kind of like either like cut your hair or whatever. And like I decided that I was just gonna like learn how to ride on my own, like kind of like a fuck you, I don't need you type of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So again, a very cliche answer to that. However, like I was like thinking about this because I'm just like, okay, like when you're going through a breakup, there's something that like, you know, you don't have that person in your life and yet you look for like different outlets of like validation, like whether it's like you want Tinder and you sleep with people or like, I don't know, like you take up a hobby or whatever. So mm -hmm. I feel like motorcycle was that for me. What I was trying to get out of that was like finding like strength within that. You know what I mean? It's like I was trying so hard to be like the stronger person in that relationship where it was just like, fuck you. I don't need you. I could do this on my own. And it's just like, I don't need like a validation from like some guy that decided to dump me. It was just more so like, I hated the fact that I looked so weak in that moment that I was kind of like turning to a motorcycle in order to like really gain that strength back. And so it was just something that like became a part of me and like, it definitely changed my life completely where it's like, I have like whole new friends and it's like whole new hobbies and doing all these different experiences where it's like when someone's doing brunch on a Sunday and getting drunk all day, which like, if you, that's your thing, like cool, like down, but like, I've definitely done, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is fun. Like I would yeah. totally do that, but like, yeah, it was just more so like, I just don't want to be one of those girls that just sits around and like 
swipes on Tinder all day and like tries to find someone and like looks for a man to like validate who I am because it's like no like I fucking will decide what I want to do and like I feel strong in this instance so mm-hmm. that's kind of like what motorcycles became for me and like that's like also why I got into dirt bikes so dirt bikes are fucking hard like people okay. think like they go from street riding straight into dirt that it's going to be like super easy and it's like oh well I ride straight so it's no big deal when in reality it's like this whole different beast like it's crazy honestly it took me like I've been riding dirt bike for like four years now but it's taken me like up till now to get to mediocre I just like love bikes so much I don't know I no, sound yeah. really ridiculous but it's just yeah no, it does not sound ridiculous at all. And I'm so, so glad you shared that story. That was probably better than any answer. I thought you were just gonna say, oh, I don't know. It just seemed cool. And so no. even though you said it was a cliche answer, I think that's great. That's what I do. I think that's what a lot of women that I know do after a breakup, you know, we just mm-hmm. want to find this space where we can kind of like regain our power and like find ourselves back. So even yeah. though we might have initially started it, you know, kind of as like a fuck you to him. And I think all of us, we tend to, you know, whether it's a breakup or just something bad that happens in our life, we try to find something Mm -hmm. to shake things up. And like, for instance, in COVID, I tried a whole bunch of new hobbies. And then you can kind of tell like the ones that stick, Mm -hmm. you actually love, you just never thought to tap into it before. So the fact that you're still doing it years later and like even more in love with it definitely shows that it was more than just like, oh, I need this man to validate me so I'm so glad that you still do it and you have this community of like badass women to do it in but so I I would assume that even you know there's probably like one side that's like oh yeah you're you know like you're so cool is there have you noticed at all like whether in the past or even still now um that you are actually treated differently like outside of that community for being a woman that rides motorcycles I mean currently not so much because like Honestly, I think like the idea of a female writer is like, it's not a novelty anymore because it's just like, like, I don't know why you're trying to make this like female writer thing a thing because mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. But like, I would say like when I first got into it and it was like, there were like less women writing at the time. I will say like, I wasn't like, it is kind of judged. Like, I, I feel like I was like hated on quite a bit and like I know a lot of other women that were like hated on as well because of it and it's just like I don't know it's so unnecessary it's so stupid but yeah. it's I don't know what it is like I don't know if like these men like thought that they were like having this thing taken away from them and like yeah that's what of, I was gonna guess like yeah and like they're kind of treating it as if like we were like super cheesy and like sure like whatever I guess I'm, I'm cheesy for like talking about something that I'm like super passionate about Mm-hmm. But I will say, like, that feeling, that sentiment is, like, definitely not there anymore. At least, like, I haven't experienced that because, mm-hmm. yeah. But, I mean, I, the only people that ever, like, stop me or, like, say weird things are, like, old men I see at the gas station. But, I mean, <laughs> like, I feel like that, they're part of that generation where it was yeah. just, you know, it wasn't a thing. And then now it's just, like, everyone, every fucking girl rides. Like, I could yeah. walk down the street right now and see, like, five girls writing so it's just like not a novelty anymore like I feel like yeah. there's so many like brands that like try to keep selling this like idea like oh my god female writer like she's so independent and no one's like her and I'm like actually I mean we're just writers man yeah. like it's like no we're, we're right here. here we've been here for, for yeah be here. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's just like just make your bikes a little lower like that's yeah it. And I'm, yeah <laughs> 
Aside from like within the actual community of writers, like what did you, did your like family, do, does like anyone that you date or like any partner, mm -hmm. do they ever have anything to say about it, whether you care or not? But like, was there ever a time where they were like, well, what are you doing or worried about you? Okay, actually, yeah. When I first got into writing, it was definitely like my mom. My mom hated Little the mom. And my dad did too. Both of them were just like this terrible and like judging it blah 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 and then I got my license got a bike and then my dad was like well you know what like because he he used to write as well okay um, yeah and then was like you know what I'm gonna renew my license and I'm gonna like you know just in case Brittany ever needs me to ride her bike I'm like what that makes no sense but okay whatever so, <laughs> sure dad sure it's yeah, funny. yeah right so yeah he ended up getting his license back and then I think like as they saw like that it was becoming more and more a part of my life like like I said like all my friends were writing like I was just basically spending my weekends my days writing like to work doing campouts and I think they really understood that it was like really a part of who I was yeah that was really, like kind of what I was saying like before where I didn't have much confidence like I never was like that girl that was like oh my god like I feel so cool I feel so pretty and like that was like the majority of my, I don't know, my years. It's like, even when I was at Hell's Bells, I was never confident. And it wasn't until like, I got on my motorcycle, I had these friends, people were realizing that it's just like, I was actually a personality and not just like friends, you know, it's just, yeah. it made me feel better about myself. And I think once that happened, it's like my parents finally gave in to the idea. And now they like, want to go to all my like bike races and like they want to be a part of it and my dad and I will go riding together so I think that's the only time um that I ever had people kind of like judge that aspect mm -hmm. of it that's amazing I'm pretty sure they once they saw like how much joy and and confidence yeah. that it brought you I mean like how can they have anything to say about that right to round that out I guess what advice we'll do we'll do for both what advice would you give anyone that wants to get into one social media and then two that wants to get into writing what is like the number one piece of advice you'd give I would say for social media just like intern your ass off doesn't matter the scale of who you're doing social for like you got to start from scratch somewhere um no one's going to give you like a 70k a year salary like right off the bat like you have to work your way up because I definitely like paid my fucking dues and like I made a lot of mistakes so even if it's for free just intern and like get that experience and get that resume because people are going to see the experience that you have and they're like okay like you've actually done this for like x y and z uh, brands and then for writing oh god what advice would I get cool <laughs> Okay, this is good because I think I've met a few people and like, even I did this, but like I had like a shitty first bike, but like, don't splurge on your first bike. Like you're gonna have that for yeah, a year. Like just get a shitty bike, learn on it, make sure it works. <laughs> like that's it, don't go crazy. Don't go buying like a 50K Harley. Like you don't need that right now. Yeah. You're gonna drop it that reminds me of like anything new that you get into like even if it's just a regular bicycle or so for instance I was going to go um to the snow next weekend yeah. 
And I was like, oh, I want like a new jacket. And I want all this. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, you go to the snow like once a year. Like, how about you like get good first and then go consistently and then you can buy something nice. Super needs to protect you. Cause in my head, I'm like, yeah, I need to be protected. And then I'm like, you go on the bunny slope and you don't go like any faster than like whatever miles per hour. You don't, you don't need it. That's very good advice. That's the last question that I had for like my regular questions, but I have um, five like rapid fire speed dating questions for you. So speaking of social media, what is, was, it can be existing still or not. What was your favorite social media platform and why? Tumblr. And because I just felt like it was like so easy to share things. And that was like, pre-Instagram feed where it's like this is my aesthetic yeah oh god the aesthetic is hard I just like go on it sometimes but now like there's like a ton of porn on it so I'm like oh god like I remember I was like at some office I used to work at and I was searching for something and then like the CEO comes right out of the door and back of me and conveniently there was like some porn on it and I'm like oh my god oh yay yeah so love Tumblr Okay, second question. Shout out one woman you want to acknowledge during Women's History Month. I would say Lon. Like, Lonnie, literally, I would not be here without her. And mm-hmm. I think she's fucking sick, has the cutest style. Like, she can't, like, she just looks cute, like, all the time. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And she's just, like, effortlessly. Like, it's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hate it. I hate you, Lon. I yeah. And she, but, I also noticed, like, she's managed to still be current even though she hasn't really changed like if that even makes sense you know like she's not she's she's current and trendy but she's not in yeah. with the trends if that even makes any sense because it's it's long it I know I feel like her style has always been her style it's just so yeah. weird but yeah I think she's sick super talented super hilarious like great personality like she's just like a a really cool woman so mm-hmm. let me shout her out Shout out to Lon for letting me hang out in her hotel room after magic hungover. But yeah, I like whatever night that was, which was probably the big party. I like party with everyone. And then I was like super hungover. And she's like, what do you want to hang out? Yeah. I was like, you hungover. And she's like, well, you can hang out. And because I went there for my birthday. And so she's like, well, you can hang out in my room if you want until your flight. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Thank you. So thanks, Wait, Lon. I- <laughs> I think I met you at that one. I think that's yeah, where I met it was you. that one. Yeah, for okay. sure. Okay. Interesting. Okay. All right. Next question. What is the first word that comes to mind when I say the word feminist? Just one word. Strong. Where is somewhere you would like to ride but haven't yet and why? Oh my God. Uh, I would, I've always wanted to do a cross country trip, actually. Mm-hmm. I've never done it ever and I just think it would be really cool even though I know like some parts would be really shitty but like I've always wanted to do that and the last question and of course the question of all questions that I have to ask team Edward or team Jacob and why bro oh my god team Edward forever anyone that's like team Jacob why why are you who are you oh I was Edward okay oh my god you know what? Also, like, I think it's like a guy thing to be team Jacob. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if it, if they just like felt for the underdog or if they just hated the fact that all the women liked Edwin. They're like, fuck Edward, you know, like. Yeah. Oh my God. Maybe they, maybe they all saw little Jacob in them at one point in their lives or something. Like, oh. 
once a twy hard, always a twy hard. We went on for a few more minutes about Team Edward and Team Jacob. Forgot to plug ourselves. So here I am doing it for the both of us. If you want to check out what Brittany is doing, peep her Instagram handle at Brittany Wood. That's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-W-O-U-L-D. And of course, you can see me at G-A-T-N-B. Wow, I'm a fucking rapper, y'all. Um, that's G-A-T-N-B on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And of course, girlsarethenewboys.com. Thank you. You guys are awesome. I love you.